1: My next guest, I had an opportunity to meet over the weekend when we were in Dallas visiting our oldest son and his wife. We went to the farmer's market downtown Dallas, and I had a chance to meet Sharon, and I was fascinated by her story. She grew up in Arkansas, one of 15 kids. And because she had so many younger siblings, she did a lot of reading to her brothers and sisters, went off to college, ended up being an illustrator, but then became an author, is also a speaker, and now she's my guest here on KDKA. Welcome to the program, Sharon Jones Scaife. Sharon, it's wonderful to catch up with you again. How are you today? I'm
0: doing great. Thank thank you for
1: having me. Oh, you are very welcome. I'm delighted that you are here. So, Sharon, you explained to me that you decided it was time to write your first book after your husband died. He died, I believe, you said lung cancer about seven years ago. Why did you decide that writing would be the right thing to do? And was it for you or was it for family members, children, grandchildren?
0: It was for my grandkids. After my husband passed, I grieved and I saw them grieving as well. And that was just my way of uh, helping them uh, through that grieving process was... by sharing their story and, and helping other kids through that grieving process as well.
1: Initially thinking through the illustrations, or were you thinking that there were things that you wanted to say in the written word, too?
0: In the written words.
1: So how yeah. did you go about deciding what you were going to say and how you were going to say that. I mean, because that is something we can read and read and read and read, but we don't necessarily know what to write. How, how did you do that?
0: Uh, it was just through their story, talking to my grandkids and getting their feelings as to how they were dealing with the grieving process and just telling their story.
1: And so that first book was I Miss You, Papa? Was that the first one?
0: That was my first book, I Miss You, Papa. And so tell and it's me. my grandkids story on losing him and how they were able to deal with it
1: yeah how many grandkids did you have at that time at that time I had two Rihanna and Deshaun okay so as you talk to them now six years seven years after the fact by the time the book was all done what do they say about what the book did for them Are, are they able to articulate that now
0: uh, they are. We have a 14, just turned 15 a couple weeks ago, and then an 11-year-old. Mm. So they are. has, It's really, truly helped them through that process. In what ways? Uh, it gave them a way to deal with it. They they didn't know how to deal with it at first, and they came up with their own game, per se, and um, it helped them deal with it. So then what
1: did you do next? Was it a matter of just continuing on with these same characters, or did you introduce us to new characters along the way who were dealing with other types of things?
0: I introduced other characters dealing with other issues. Like what? What are some of the other things? Uh, kindness. Uh, I have one that's called um, it's a Little Marco plays hide-and-seek. It's a hide-and-seek story, but it also teaches safe places to hide in case of weather emergencies. mm I have the kindness. I have one on germs, have, uh, explaining germs to kids, and and the ways to uh, be, as Maddie on the mission says, be a germ buster.
1: Yeah, and just kick it. What that one's about? It looks like a little girl playing soccer there. What, what's that one about?
0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That one is about overcoming your fears and teamwork. Hmm. So how do you decide what
1: you're going to write about next?
0: Uh, Stories from my kids, my grandkids, my nieces and nephews. And are you illustrating all of these? Yes, sir, I illustrate all of my books.
1: So how do you – wait a second. Now, this seems like – how do you have any free time whatsoever? Because you are a grandma. You're still a mom, right? And You're dealing with those things. But you're writing and you're illustrating your own books. Do you ever sleep? Uh, Yes, sir, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, When you go to a show like the Farmer's Market, where I met you over the weekend – Mm-hmm. What sort of conversations do you get into with folks? I mean, because I'm sure you see people who are there with their young kids. You see people like me whose kids are grown, and we're there visiting them. I mean, you see all sorts of people. But tell me about the conversations.
0: Uh, some of them are just excited to see the the diversity in the books. You know, that's uh, most of them are just like, "Wow, is I haven't seen this before." And you know, by that you mean African American
1: s- children yes, who were sir. part of the storyline,
0: right? Yes right. sir. They hadn't seen no because representation is it you no know, matters. Yeah. And and seeing the, uh, them having kids to see themselves in books is important right now.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Is the same sort of message echoed when you go out to schools, when you talk to kids in schools, are you hearing the same thing from them there?
0: Uh, yes sir. I am. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Why? Why does it matter so much? Is it because it's just it's still more rare than it ought to be? Is, is is there something more to it? Do they feel heard more? Do they feel like their story is being told and not somebody else's?
0: I think that's it. They Their stories are being told and it's them that they see. Right.
1: Right. Visiting with a wonderful lady by the name of Sharon Jones Scaife, who is a Texan now, despite having grown up in Arkansas. I mean, do you consider yourself a Texan now or are you still still from Arkansas? I mean, once you're from there, you don't ever stop being from there.
0: People tell me I'm a Texan now. I've been here since 89. So they say I'm a Texan.
1: So you just barely made it under. Right. I mean, at this point, you're 30 years in. So you just
0: barely made it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the but question I'm, is, how um, many my pairs? My heart is in Arkansas. My, I'm born and raised there. I'm in Arkansas. By, I'm a Texan by way of Arkansas.
1: How many pairs of boots do you have? That's the one question, though.
0: I have eight children's books, six color and activity books, a poetry book, and a journal. And I'm in the process of working on three storybooks, two affirmation journals.
1: Oh, my word. You really don't ever sleep, and you can't tell me that you do. I just i don't know when you possibly would. Um, Sharon, when you ride your bike, because I know you love to cycle, and I know that you love to do some other things, too, is that a time for you to think, or is that just a way for you to get away from the writing and the creating and just do something for you?
0: Do something for myself. Yeah. 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 I picked that up a couple years ago and, and have truly loved it. That's tremendous. It's I started tremendous. I started running first. About 3 months after my husband passed, I started running and then I picked up cycling about a year after that.
1: Good for you. So it's just a matter of time until we start swimming and do triathlons, right? We might as well just go ahead the whole
0: the way in. Uh, that's, that's what on my bucket list is to do that is a, a triathlon. What, I've done what, the duathlon. I just haven't done the try yet.
1: This does not surprise me in the least, Sharon, <laughs> that that is the next thing on your list. Hey, now I want to give you an opportunity to let people know how they can find your books and things like that. Do you do it through Amazon, Barnes & Noble? Do, do it through your own website? How can people find out more about what you're working on?
0: They can uh, uh, visit my website at coffeecreekmediagroup.com, that's C-O-S-F-E-E-C-R-E-E-K-M-E-D-I-A-G-R-O-U-P.com, or you can find my books on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, Walmart, wherever books are sold.
1: That is absolutely tremendous. And her last name, by the way, is Jones, J-O-N-E-S, apostrophe S -S 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 C. A I F E Sharon Jones Scafe, my guest here on KDKA. God bless you, Sharon. Thank you very, very much for what you do and what you continue to do for your family and your massive extended family, because I'm sure there's a lot of people who are looking at you as being their grandma too from what you've created. Thank you.
0: Rick, thank you so much for having me.
1: Yep. Such a pleasure to have a chance to meet you and now introduce you to our listeners here in the great city of Pittsburgh. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you. Sharon Jones Scafe Again, it's Coffee Creek Media Group. And I'll get you some more information and post that on social media so you can see that and pull it up yourself. I'll put that on Twitter and Facebook here in just a minute. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours